the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say, let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, man, I hope we are here for you today. I'm barely here, but I hope that uh, you're tuning in for a reason and that this show is going to be just exactly what you need to hear, exactly what you need to deal with your kids, uh, exactly what you need to move forward in your life. I think it's going to be a blessing. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage mothers. We focus on your incredible value as a mom, so important in this world. All right, so are you ever worried that your kids are being deceived? Maybe by their friend group or our culture or even the media. Not me, but every other media entity. Do you think that there are any lies out there that our kids believe, that our young adults believe, that we absolutely need to get rid of? You know, I, I, I think that it's a thing. So we've got a dynamic speaker and influencer, Paul Angoni, in the house today. I'm just calling him an influencer. He probably is. Uh, he's going to tell us the 25 lies that we need to stop believing. It's kind of aimed at 20-somethings, but it's also aimed at young adults and the kids you're raising. So stick around for those 25 lies we need to help our kids not believe. Coming up on Channel Mom in just one minute. tell you about a company I've personally trusted with work in my home. When another company told us we had to get a new furnace, we called Premier Mechanical and they fixed our old furnace for much less than the cost of a new one. Premier is a licensed, insured air conditioning and heating service provider for the greater Denver area. They service, repair and replace ACs, furnaces, boilers, swamp coolers and more. They use upfront pricing so you know what it's going to cost before they begin. Read their reviews by googling Premier Mechanical Denver or visit their website at claimyourcomfort.com Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom. Whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. I do hope that, uh, as I said, you've tuned in for a reason. It's going to be a real help to you today, the the topic that we're going to cover. I'm going to keep up with my mom business shout-out thing. I just want a mom to do this. I've definitely gotten some feedback, but nobody who's actually come through and been on the show and let us promote them. I think that moms must need a little business promotion in these times. So I'm just saying, I'll promote you for free one time on one show that goes throughout the weekend and all over the country. Just let me know about your business and I'll talk about it on the air. If you're a mama who's in business, channel mom at Gmail, channel mom at Gmail, a couple of sentences about why we should feature you on air and your business. And I'd be happy to do some free shout outs for the moms out there. All right. Super excited about today. Um, your kids are fed a lot of half truths in their lives. I'm fed a lot of half truths, white lies, deceptions, all while they're growing up. But Paul Angoni has got you covered. 
Paul shows moms how to navigate the lies that the world is are telling the lies that the world is telling the world's telling it's an is <laughs> the world is telling our kids and how to stop them before it's too late. Now, look, this is the name of his book, 25 Lies, uh, 20 something. So 25 Lies that 20 somethings need to stop believing how to get unstuck and own your defining decade. Here's the thing. This isn't just for 20 somethings. This is for mothers who are raising up children and who are dealing with teenagers and young adults who are buying into these lies that he talks about in his book. And it's profound. These are things that you need to think about and you need to stop um, for the sake of your children. So we're super excited to have him on board. He, uh, he normally talks not to people as old as me, but, uh, to college students and young professionals. He, he's a keynote speaker at universities and corporations and churches and so on. He's also the creator of All Grown Up and it's spelled A-L-L-G-R O-A-N, like you're groaning, allgrownup.com. Uh, I have him in studio, which is such a blessing after all this COVID crap. And you're here That's to right. talk today in person. We can actually see each other. We yes. can hear each other. You can smell me, which yeah. might be a good or bad thing, <laughs> right. depending. But uh, it's, a, it's a blessing to be here in studio with you. Thank you. Thank you. We're glad to have you on board. All right. So I'm super glad to have you here. But I do this thing where I pick a soundtrack that kind of goes with what we're talking about. And today, since we're talking about live. I figured we'd do this. Oh, let's hear it. That's straight out of the 80s. You, you probably weren't even born yet when that song Man, came out. I was not jamming to that song, <laughs> no, I don't think. Were. Not quite. Well, I thought about doing, what is his name, Joshua Barrett and, and the whole driver's license scandal. Yes. Where, now, younger moms know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But there's this song out there that one girl did about a horrible breakup, and then he answered it like five days later, uh-huh. and his song is called Lies. Yes. But I thought, nah, he's like 16, <laughs> so that doesn't go as well with, with the moms I'm talking to. All right. So we're just going to dive in. I'm going to kind of let you take over. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll weigh in about what I see my kids sure. believing that they shouldn't believe. Yeah. But But you talk about... And this isn't like crazy talk. You're not somebody who's like, the whole culture is lying to us, and it's all about politicians who lie to us. Mm-hmm. You're not going off on that. No. You, you're more from a spiritual perspective saying there's a deceiver in this world, we're deceived, we're misled, and we, and we follow down a lot of wrong paths, and our kids are particularly susceptible, especially because of the digital age. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, right? I would say that's one of the unique challenges facing this generation, obviously, is just social media, and that this is really the first generation that's growing up on the Internet, yeah. on the computer on social media and all that entails and we're i mean we're all pretty much addicted to this i mean we all have a problem i don't know if you've turned the setting on your phone about how much time you're spending on your phone i, I turned mine off because i was like it, it must be broken i'm not really spending seven hours of my day on my phone was That's, that seven hours was it seven hours i don't even, it was maybe five yeah it was ludicrous it was in a ludicrous amount yeah uh but we're all having that addiction to this so this generation especially i i call it two things i call it an obsessive connection disorder and obsessive comparison disorder yeah so and we're all again doing this comparison is nothing new but you used to have to go to your 10-year reunion to yeah. look everybody up and down right and you played the game and you had to fake it for one night i mean lose some weight get a toupee rent the bmw right. whatever it took you just faked it for one night yeah and you could go back home to the couch delivering pizzas or whatever you were doing now 
our kids, ourselves, moms, dads, we're all playing the same game, but we're trying to pull off that same phenomenon with every post, every day, and it's overwhelming. And there's so much filters, there's so much layers, there's so much on top of all of this that it's really isolating. It's really isolating, especially young people, to where they feel like I'm the only one struggling. I'm the only one who doesn't look perfect. My nose is a lot bigger than everybody I see online. I'm a lot heavier. Just all those insecurities of being a young adult, but now it's being thrown in your face. It's being showcased to you, and so it's leading to depression, anxiety, suicide. I mean, that, that, that that's the terrible part of this, and, and I think a lot of it factors into these lies. Yeah. You know, I, I, this is hard for me to say, but I'm now a mother of two adults because my, my kids turned 22 and 18 in September of last year because I have two September babies. And it, so it's weird for me to say, because I loved having littles. And, uh, so it's weird for me to say both my kids are basically adults, but they're completely addicted to their phones, even though my, my husband and I had all kinds of rules and everything else, but they're both on their phones way too much. I, I want to kind of set the stage a little bit though, because you set the stage about how we're so deceived in this world and it wrecks us, literally almost kills us, or it does kill us. Mm-hmm. So you start the book about a story of a guy on a ledge. Yeah. And and by the way, you and I share uh, having lived in San Diego, because oh. I lived in Encinitas oh, at wonderful. some point. Yeah, it's a beautiful place to live. And you tell this ledge story. You don't have to go there for very long, sure. but I want people to understand what we're up against when we're being deceived yeah. about our value and our worth and our comparative value and so on. Yeah, you know, it is. This is a very serious topic. You know, it's not, there's some lightness to it and some, we can make, we can have fun with it, but it is serious. So I start the book with this true story of me being in my condo, hearing shouting outside, going out to my balcony, and I was on the second story, and looking up to the third story, catty corner to me, so pretty high up was my neighbor on the balcony of his, uh, the ledge of his balcony, about as narrow as a balance beam, and he's threatening to jump. So this was, the next five hours of my life. Five hours. Five hours. I, I didn't know what to do. Uh, do you go back inside and pretty none of this is happening? Do you stay there? Do you try to talk them down? What if I say the wrong thing? What do you do? But I just felt deep down that I should just be there in, in case he wanted somebody to talk to. And we didn't know each other well. We'd seen each other. We'd said hi. But we didn't have a close relationship. So anyway, that's the story that I set. And basically, I, it comes down to what am I going to say to him if he does talk to me? Because I'm not going to say anything to him, but if he says something to me, what am I going to say? But it was a lot of lies, obviously, that led him up to that ledge, that uh-huh. led him up to that point of I'm about to end my life in this way, in this stark manner. I'm going to end it all because I've lost all hope. I've lost all meaning. I've lost all direction. I mean, what, what all the different things that lead people to that literal ledge. But also a figurative ledge, an emotional ledge. Well, let me say, you, you can kind of talk to moms maybe just for a minute, too, because uh, a friend of mine who is the president of Mops International, Mandy or Arioto, she is fond of saying, well, she's not fond of it, but when she talks to moms out and about in the United States of America, she says the most overwhelming thing that mothers say to her when it comes to their issues is they feel they don't measure up. Yeah. And I think we're in a world where, because of the comparison thing, we feel we don't measure up and we don't matter. Yeah. And especially mamas who do you'll get accolades for your salary or your big house yeah. or your size two dress or whatever it is. You do not get accolades yeah. for being a mom, schlepping kids all around every day, loving on them the best you can. Yeah. Nobody's up. Oh my gosh. Can I, you know, can you walk the red carpet? Can I give you an yeah. ovation? You yeah. know, so, so the not mattering and, and the not measuring up thing is huge with mothers as well as children. Exactly. I mean, I mean, you have a wife who's a mom. Yeah. And, and we have four kids. So yeah. I have a 10, eight, four, one year old. So, 
and my wife has worked full time. So I've, I've actually been Mr. Mom in the sense that I've watched my kids full time. So I, I relate to a lot of feelings oh. of how difficult it is when your only human interaction is with a five and three and one year old and all that that entails when all of a sudden they're sticking Play-Doh in their ear and yeah. You're at the hospital in, yeah, in yeah. an hour. You know yeah. those kind of moments. And no one's applauding you. No, no. Yeah. And 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 honestly, and you know, we just had a we had a daughter or a one year old. Uh, she fell down the stairs. You know, the four year old leaves the door open. The one year old falls down the stairs, and she has a broken arm. And I remember all those feelings and emotions. But but I remember my wife and I both feeling, I don't want to post this on social media. I I don't want to share about this because this feels like we were an ultimate failure as parents. Like we let our one year old fall down the stairs. Um, I don't want to post this. You know, it wasn't glamorous. It wasn't sexy. And so going back to that, it's one of the lies I talk about is finding our worth through what is social media worthy. Yeah. And I think for kids and adults alike, this is problematic because what is social media worthy might not have a lot of worth to it. It actually might be the opposite of that. And it's so shallow. That, and I'm not a shallow person. It's just such... Sh- we're posting our margaritas in Mexico yeah. as what we're posting. And, and and our kids' accomplishments. And and yeah, you're, you're completely right. I'm going to go through a couple of the most prominent lies. I mean, you have fabulous things. You talk about Bob Ross, love his hair. Um, and it's not, not everybody knows who Bob Ross is. But but yeah, you've, you've got some wonderful examples. But, yeah. but I'm going to read a couple of the lies. And then I want us to go through some of the ones that we think are most impactful most prominent in our society these days. But success just happens. I've missed my chance. I'm the only one struggling. I'm an incapable human being who is incapable of doing things that most capable people can do. Uh, AKA, I suck. And a lot of kids feel that way. Um, None of this matters. I better get mine. I deserve to be happy. Everyone's doing better than me. I'm not good enough, which we were just talking about. I need to stay constantly connected. Not true, but Mm -hmm. my kids are on the phone all the time because I think they need to be connected. Um, And here's the thing I want to just say, and then I want you to start touching on some of these lies. I, I will watch my daughter, 18 years old, good student, athlete, all those things, you know, mm-hmm. dedicated, you know, isn't getting in trouble or whatever. And I'm not bragging on her. I'm just saying she, she's she's not a typical addict. OK, mm-hmm. but let's be honest. She's addicted to her phone. Mm hmm. And I'll watch her, and I'll watch her descend into two hours of scrolling through Instagram mm-hmm. or looking at videos or whatever. And some of them are funny. Some of them make her laugh, and she'll mm-hmm. bring me over to look at them, too. But I see that by the end of it, she is truly down. Yeah. I see the difference in her countenance, mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, this didn't, not that I call my daughter mm-hmm. dude, but sometimes I do, this didn't help you at all. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're not better off. You're not feeling better. You're feeling sluggish. Yep. You're fe- but they think they need to be constantly connected. So let's talk about that lie well, first. it's... And I ask that same question. I'll ask people all the time after you're on 30 minutes an hour, do you ever leave that time on social media and feel so much better about your life? Do you feel like you've used your time wisely? Do you feel better about the place you're in? Do you feel all these things? And the answer is typically no. So why are we doing it? Well, that's a telltale sign of an addiction. You, you, may, you might not want to smoke that cigarette, but you keep smoking it, even though you know it's probably not good for you. Yeah. You might be eating all that junk food. I mean, that, that's, that's a telltale sign of addiction that it's really not doing anything positive for our lives. It's actually bringing us down and really affecting our mental health, emotional health, spiritual health. There's some real ramifications of this, and yet we're so addicted to it. And it's just a phone. It's just a screen. I call it kind of this two-fifths existence. I mean, it's not our sense of smell. We're not tasting it. I mean, it's actually pretty basic. My, I start thinking about what if what when it gets more advanced, when it's more immersive, even when somebody's wearing a watch and it's touching them, you see that addiction go to a new level because now they can feel it on their skin when it vibrates, when it notifies them. So Neil Postman had a book called Amusing Ourselves to Death. 
about the kind of the perils of TV. Mm-hmm. I call it now distracting ourselves to death, headlining ourselves to death. Uh, and, and COVID, I think, has made it worse. It ha- And that was kind of the only place we can turn. And maybe we'll see some, po- I mean, that's one of my takes on maybe we'll see some positive swings from COVID where people are like, all they had was technology, all they had was their phone. So actually going to coffee with somebody and actually oh, picking yeah. up the phone, you know, that actually sounds really life-giving to me. So I think we're going to see a swing maybe to like actual face-to-face community where we see how valuable it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's all these different pieces that come out of this addiction uh, that really tear down our self-worth. And I call it death by validation, that we're constantly needing to be validated, to be liked, to be seen. But yet we're being seen, but we're not we're not known. We're seen, but not known. We're hiding in plain sight. And that, again, is why the email I get the most from young people is I feel so alone. So how do you have a globally connected generation that feels so alone? There's some problems there. Yeah. I didn't get your publisher's permission, but I'm doing it anyway. And I also didn't tell my producer. We're going to give away a couple copies. Oh, do it. Let's do it. Because I think yes. moms really need to, to, to know this book and to, to, to pick it up for their little ones, but also for their, their young adults. 25 Lies, 20-somethings Need to Stop Believing by Paul Angoni. We're going to give away a couple of copies. 873-1935-303-873. 1935. That's on Fridays. On Saturdays, you got to email us. Channel mom at Gmail. Channel mom at Gmail. And also in Lincoln and in Omaha. I think they listen to us on Sundays. So you'd have to email us those days too. Channel mom at Gmail.com. Okay. So hopefully we'll get some callers and uh, we'll give this book away. You know, your kids need it if you don't need it. They need you to read this book. 25 lies, 20 somethings need to stop believing. All right. I wish we had two hours to talk about this. We don't. So we only have about eight minutes left. So I want to make sure what is the most compelling lie in here to you? What do you think is the most kind of subversive and awful and affecting people? I think we've touched on some of it. I mean, I I think the social media addiction, obsessive comparison, obsessive connection disorder and what it's doing to us. Um, You know, I think there's some other lies in there that are, I mean, obviously are really powerful. You know, even when you touched on of I've missed my chance. I think so many of us feel that. Again, so much of this book relates to anybody going through change, transition, that's struggling through something. But this lie that I've missed my chance. We've never missed our chance, no matter how old you are. You know, you could be 75 years old and listening to this, and you haven't missed your chance. Like, there's still more life ahead. There's still more to come. But especially for young people, this is such a damaging line. And, and almost as it's crazy because it's, you look at a 22-year-old, and you're like, you, why do you feel like you've missed your chance or that you're a failure? Like, you have so much of your life in front of you. So what I try to keep telling 20-somethings and young adults is that the possibility for greatness and embarrassment, they both exist in the same space. If you're not willing to embarrass yourself, you're probably not willing to do anything great. They both exist there. If you're going to get up on stage, if you're going to lead that meeting, if you're going to start that radio radio show, show, right? You have a real chance of embarrassing yourself. It has to be there. That tension has to exist. And yet again, with social media and, and just how perfect everything looks, I think you have a generation and also parents who are really afraid to look like failures who are, ra- who are afraid to share their embarrassing moments. We're all struggling, yet we're all struggling to make it look like we're not struggling. Yeah. And that becomes the biggest struggle of all. So again, we're trying to put up this kind of magic show. And that and that rabbit, you're trying to pull that rabbit out of the hat all the time, but that rabbit's dead and it's not coming out of the hat, and yet you're forcing it. I mean, it really is this kind of sickness. But based around these ideas of, I'm a failure, I've missed my chance, I've blown it, these kind of mental yeah. lies that we keep That's telling ourselves. That's a lot of these. Yes. Yeah. A lot of these chapters are, are things like that. Um, I'm the only one struggling. I'm an incapable human being. I suck. I mean, th- those are th- a lot of the lies go around stuff like that. I'm not good enough. Um, 
let me go to one closer to the back. Um, what about kind of the little bit of the entitlement thing? And then I do want to talk about how God works into this. And I see we've had a caller or two for your book. So you're a big hit, Paul. Um, but I worked so hard. Or I deserve to be happy. Yeah, yeah. What about those? Yeah, that's a big one, especially in this culture. You hear that phrase thrown around a lot. I deserve to be happy. I'll see tweets. I deserve to be happy. And usually what that means is I'm going to make a really poor choice. I'm going to make a terrible life decision, but I deserve to be happy, so nobody call me on this. Yeah. Basically, it's, it's a way to say I don't want any accountability. And don't judge me. You do you. I'll do me. We can't judge in each other. We can't speak truth into each other's lives because that'll be jud- judgmental. And I'm actually – no, actually, the most loving thing to do is to talk to somebody and say, look – You make your own choices, but I don't think this is a good – I don't think this is the path to happiness. So I think as a culture, we're pursuing happiness as the product instead of happiness and joy being a natural byproduct of pursuing something meaningful, of worth, of pursuing relationships, pursuing something that has depth instead of – you know, I'm going to go travel to Cancun because I deserve to be happy and I'm going to max myself out on my credit card. And what does it matter? Because I need happiness. Then yet we all know when we come back, how do we feel after that trip? We feel worse. It didn't solve anything. So I do think it's the lie of this culture of I deserve to be happy. I do want you to be happy. And that's why I don't want you to pursue happiness as the product because that's something we'll just keep chasing and chasing and chasing and it won't fill a cup. Well, and there is this kind of a lie. And I think in the secular world, they don't like me to say this sentence, but people will be like, I'm a good person or she's a good person. And it's like, uh, (laughs) God is good. None of us are truly completely good at all. Um, And and so, you know, other lies follow that. Like, I deserve this because I'm a good person. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you haven't murdered anybody, but, but no, you're not. Not completely good. Yeah, and I have another lie in there that says, I better get mine. Yeah. And we hear that a lot. Like, you get yours. You know, I yeah. better get mine. You know, yeah. and I had this image of uh, being in L.A. It's, you know, I tell the story in the book of watching all these seagulls and like this dirty L.A. beach. You know, most L.A. beaches are not pretty. Hollywood is the most un-Hollywood place oh, on earth, it's, it's you know, gross, as you know, yes. Because I've lived yes. in Southern California, it's, yeah. It's not fun. But anyway, you're watching all these seagulls fight over this trash, just going crazy over this trash on this beach and just watching them fight over this just mess. And then I saw one seagull that was in the ocean, just floating on the Pacific, and he looked like the most peaceful bird I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, that is, that's our culture. And this guy gets it. He gets that there's resources galore in the Pacific Ocean. He just might have to work for him a little bit yeah. when you have all these seagulls fighting over this trash and man i feel like that is social media too we're all just fighting over just the scraps and the trash because we're not seeking out meaning and worth and deeper things and we're not going to the pacific ocean we're just on twitter fighting each other Things that we think are boring like we're not seeking out service or love or peace or hope we're just like i just want this yeah you know and it's a material thing all right so we only have two minutes left What, what last word and then i want you to tell people how to find you in the book last word for moms who are who know their kids are being deceived by our culture, by by popular by you know popular culture, media, so on. Last word to encourage them to get past that and help their kids see the lies. Yeah, I would say just continue to have that conversation with your kids. Even talk to them about, hey, what is how do you feel after you're on social media, or what do you feel is what is success to you? What what do you want to do with your life? Who do you follow on social media? Asking some of those questions so it's not such a mystery, and so you can actually see for yourself who they're who they want to emulate. I think that's an important place to yeah. start. Yeah, that's good. And then also as a parent, being really open and honest about what you've struggled with, what you've gone through. You know, obviously depending on the age of your kid, but I think it's 
important to share those stories and say, hey, look, when I was 22, this is what I was struggling with. Or when I was 16, I was struggling with this. And having those open conversations. Well, we all have to... Admit our show. I've been struggling. It was hard for me to get to the show. I have a dog, unfortunately, who's passing away. His name is Chase Redemption, which I love. That's his full That's Chase Redemption name. Schmidt. Um, but bless his little heart, Golden Retriever, 14 years old, but he's passing away. Mm-hmm. I had a very struggly morning. I am mm-hmm. not proud of it. Um, we need to admit our struggles to our kids as well, and I love that. All right, so Paul, how do they find you and the book? Allgrownup.com, like you mentioned, but G-R-O-A-N, like you're groaning in pain, Mm -hmm. is where you can find me. You can pick up free chapters of all four of my books. I actually have four books now, which is wild. Um, And you can reach out to me through my website or find me at Paul Angoni uh, on Instagram or Twitter. And Angoni is A-N-G-O. N-E. Yeah, it's a great read. The, the book has 25 lies, 20-somethings need to stop believing, how to get unstuck and own your defining decade. Paul Angoni, thank you so much for being on Channel Mom, and God bless you and your wife as you raise those four babies. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jenny. Yeah, we're glad to have you. All right, so this is the part of the show, and your, your wife could listen to this part, where I thank you. I know that you feel overlooked and underappreciated, and, and you know what you're doing as a mama just doesn't matter sometimes to people, and you may not feel like you're measuring up, so this is me thanking you. I know you're dedicated to raising your babies well, and the world will benefit from it. So you should be a rock star in our eyes. So thank you for all that you do as moms. Be sure to check us out. Go to channelmom.com. Check out the website. We have all kinds of resources and ministries to bless and help mothers on the ground. But also tell people about the radio show. We're on in 10 stations now across the country. And our podcast, they can also be found at channelmom.com. And we'd love to have you be a donor and keep us on the air. We'd love that. So God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Oliver, uh, all of our Philly. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America, but Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you, and may God bless each mom and her family.